0: In Matthew chapter 13, verse 33, it it reads like this. Another parable, he spoke to them. This is Jesus speaking. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. Everyone say leaven. Now, some of your Bibles uh, is a more recent translation than from what I'm reading. And it may say yeast. It's a simile. They're the same thing. But uh, I'm purposely using leaven. You'll find out why soon. Um, Which a woman took and hid three measures of meal till it was all leavened. All right? So let me see if if I can break this down. Leaven, this is leaven right here. I forgot. It it looks like uh, sand from, um, not from Galveston because then it would just be a bottle of mud. Okay, but it looks like it looks like sand from like a Miami beach or or a Pensacola beach. It looks like sand. Um, it smells a little bit more potent than sand, um, but this leaven. It's 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 a um, modern term would be yeast. So here's leaven. Leaven does two things. All right, uh, when you take leaven and you insert it into dough I've got some dough right here okay thank you Allie for helping me with this my wife Allie if you haven't met my wife Allie come on up here real quick Allie real quick real quick my best friend in the whole world love her so much Uh, she loves it when I do that Uh, anyway so um, here's here's just a, a just plain dough if I take leaven and I stick it inside this dough, it's going to do two things. Number one, it's going to change the chemistry of the dough, the composition of the dough. It's, it's, the, the dough itself is going to change the way it feels, the texture, everything. Uh, if you were to taste it with and without leaven, it's completely different. So the first thing is it changes the composition. It does several things, but I'm only going to talk about two. Number one is it changes the composition. Number two is it causes the dough to rise. So what Jesus is saying, he's saying, look, here's a visual illustration. The kingdom of heaven, the culture of heaven, it is just like leaven. If you take leaven, you stick it in dough, they already knew what would happen. It would change and it would rise. Change, rise. It's like leaven. When I come into your heart, this is what Jesus is trying to say, two things are going to happen. You're going to change, you're going to rise. That's what's going to happen. You're going to change, you're going to rise. Point number one is, while you're taking notes, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which transforms. That's the fill-in within your app. It transforms. Now, watch this. The way God moves in our life It is silent but steady. He comes in and he begins to change you and cause the areas of your life that he loves, that he has a vision for, he causes them to rise. Now, why am I emphasizing the areas that he loves? Because when we say things like, God, I want your will. We may lose some friends. Are y'all with me? When you say, dear God, I want your will for my life, we may lose some friends. Your girlfriend may go ballistic, and all of a sudden, it's time to break up. Just hypothetical. I know that's never happened to anybody in this room. Your boyfriend may go ballistic. You may get fired from your job because there are some people that are so faithful that they will not leave their job. They're too faithful. And God's like, look, I got a better plan for you. You're so faithful, you're not going to leave, so it's going to hurt for a minute, but just hold on. (laughs) You get fired. You get hired and all of a sudden it's like, thank God I got fired. Are you with me? You walk out and you go. You just say, this is God. And you say, I'm going to come into your life and I'm going to change some things and sometimes change is a little bit awkward, but I'm going to cause you to rise. I'm going to cause things in your life to rise. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. It's like leaven. So this is how it happens in Ezekiel 36, 26. He says this, I'm going to come in you and I'm going to give you a new heart. I'm a new spirit and a new heart. I'm going to take your heart of stone out and I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. How many in this room, you don't have to raise your hand if you don't want to, but you say, you say to yourself, before I was a Christian, I was a mean cat. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> before I started wanting to please God, you would not want to know me. My father's a great example of this. There's this guy that, uh, that tried to get him to come to church. Now, my father was grown, he grew up on the streets of, uh, of, of New York and, and Queens, went to Forest Hills High School. I walked down those roads, I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you were raised here. Um, but he had a filthy mouth, and he was just a bad kid. This guy tried to invite him to church, and he picked up a shovel and flung it at the guy's head. And I'm like, you could have just said no. <laughs> Flung a shovel at his head. I mean, just like, unbelievable. Then he, he gives his life to Jesus, takes out that heart of stone, puts in a heart of flesh, and he starts preaching and telling people about the things of God and he ends up becoming a pastor and his kid, me, has, he becomes a pastor. All this starts happening. What took place? Like leaven came into his heart, removed the heart of stone, put in a heart of flesh. That's what happens. That's what the kingdom of God is like. Here's another great scripture. It reads like this. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 18. I will be, when leaven comes in, when I come in your heart, I will be a father to you. And you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That's what's going to happen. Here's, a, here's one of my favorite ones. It's in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. It reads like this. Oh, that I may apprehend that which has apprehended me. Apprehend means to take hold of. So what Paul is saying is, Oh, that I can take hold of you since you have taken hold of me. You know God has taken hold of you when you go through a season Of ignoring him and you feel him pulling you back see some of us in this room days weeks months years have gone by and you just haven't gone to church uh, you haven't prayed you know he's real and there's this constant tug to come back to church what is that called that is called apprehended you have been apprehended you have been taken hold of God has has taken a hold of your heart and so even though we may be walking around acting crazy pretending like God doesn't exist he has a hold of your heart have you ever been acting a fool but in the back of your mind you're still thinking about God I can remember my freshman year in college, sneaking into all the youth, don't listen to this, sneaking out of my window at midnight, going out, acting a fool, come back into my window at 3 o'clock in the morning, put my face in my pillow, and say, dear God, I know my life is wrong. Will you please forgive me? Help me. The next night, out the window, (laughs) back into the window. What do I do? Dear God, I'm so sorry. Will you please help me? Out the window. Back into the window. Years going on like this. Out the window. But why do I keep on praying while I'm sneaking in and out of the window? Why do I keep on praying? Because I was apprehended. Is there anyone here that's apprehended? He's got a hold of you. You're not perfect. You got a long way to go, but God has your heart. There's There's things in your mind that are confusing. There's things that you don't understand. Sometimes it's hard to worship because there's things that you just don't understand. But it doesn't matter that you don't understand it. You just can't leave it even though you don't understand it. There's a side of you that wants to say, I don't get it. It seems like a bunch of emotionalism to me. I'm out. But as soon as you say you're out, you keep on thinking about God. You keep on thinking about Jesus. Not everybody does that. Not everybody has been apprehended. There are some people that never, ever, years go by and God and Jesus will never even cross their mind once. But if you're apprehended, you can be acting crazy and God is still on your mind. He may be in the back of your mind and you're trying to push him further back there, but he's got a hold of you. You've been apprehended. So this is what Paul is saying. Oh, that I may apprehend that which has apprehended me. In other words, you have a hold of my heart. If you're going to have a hold of my heart, then I want to have a hold of your heart. If you know what I'm thinking, then I want to know what you're thinking. If you know what my will is, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Well, guess what? I want to know what your will is. All oh, that I may apprehend, that which is apprehended me, when you start thinking I'm tired of living life my way. I want to know what you want me to do and that's exactly what I want to do. The moment you think that you are saying I want to take a hold of you you have a hold of me that is to be apprehended. Your heart has become beginning to be transformed. God has stepped inside of you just like leaven gets pressed into dough. When leaven gets pressed into dough and you turn your back on it and you come back, it's completely different. And that's what the kingdom of God is like. God comes in you. He begins to change the composition of your life the way you think, the way you feel, the way you judge, the way you act. All of these things change and rise. Then the second thing that happens, um, well, let me say this before I get too far ahead of myself. When somebody is leavened, when they've been leavened, the characteristics of them begin to slowly begin to change to be like God when someone is unleavened when they're unleavened these are characteristics an unleavened hand is not charitable an unleavened knee will not bow an unleavened tongue sows discord Does anyone have somebody at the office or in the neighborhood that has an unleavened tongue? Come on, somebody. You're just like, every time you open your mouth, you're causing a problem. That's an unleavened tongue. Don't point. It's rude. That's an unleavened tongue. Listen to this. An unleavened eye is an eye that has no restrictions. It can lust and look and drool at whatever it sees. It's an unleavened eye, an unleavened tongue, an unleavened hand. Listen to this. An unleavened heart has no problem offending people. These are unleavened people. Unleavened people, people that are unleavened, they have no desire for the things of God. They're critical of the things of God. They don't desire and they laugh at people who do. But people who are leavened, silently, almost untraceably, are slowly but surely becoming like him. They're beginning to love the things that God loves and hate the things that God hates. Everybody say, I want to be leavened. I want to be leavened. I want to be leavened. So here's the thing. Number two, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which is forceful. Not only does it transform, I've got three points for you. Not only does it transform, number one, but number two is it's forceful. Notice the disproportion. This leaven is just like grains of sand, And the Bible says that she took three measures, so it's just work with me, three pinches of this leaven and buried it inside of the dough. What's fascinating is the size, the disproportion. Here we have a big lump of dough, this dead mass, if you will. But if you take just a few small, energetic ingredients slowly, silently, yet forcefully it begins to change the entire mass. When we back up and we look at how Jesus took his message and spread it through the entire world for over 5,000 years I almost, while I was studying, almost, I just knew I wasn't going to have time, but I almost began to go through the pages of history to find out how many times the Bible was tried, people tried to take the Bible and Christianity off the face of the earth. How many times? And it just does not succeed. You cannot take, the Bible and Christianity off the face of the earth. People have killed people. People are killing Christians all the time right now. You cannot take it. How did God, how did Jesus, the Son of God, start this thing? He took the leaven and he put it into 12 People And 12 people spread it throughout the entire world for 5,000 years, a little bit 11 into a few people and spread it all the way out. The next time you feel like your situation is so huge that you are outnumbered, don't count the heads, measure the force. God's in you. He's in you. He's around you. He's flowing through you. Before he pulled one mountain out of the ground, before he turned on the lights, before he created anything, he saw your face. He saw your eyes. And he is inside of you and flowing through you. This is the leaven. Now watch this. I was uh, thinking, uh, actually I heard this story about this this guy. Uh, He was in his mid-50s and he goes out and buys this convertible cherry red Corvette and um, he's on the highway and he's sitting there and he's like I wonder how fast this thing can go and so he pushed it past 50 and it felt like he was going 20 I mean it was just humming so he pressed it down a little bit more and now he's going 75 and he's like man this thing is smooth it's humming He gets up to 100 miles per hour, and he's thinking, oh, my gosh, I've never gone 100 miles per hour before. And he's flying. He looks in the rearview mirror, and there's a state trooper. Woo, woo, woo. He sees the state trooper and mashes the gas down. He starts flying, zigging and zagging. Woo, 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 And he is just flying. From the state trooper. State trooper is doing everything he can in his Chevy Cavalier or whatever that thing is. <laughs> and so the, the, the guy in his 50s is like, man, I think I better chill out. I better just pull over and, and just face the music. So the state trooper pulls him over. He walks up to him and he goes, sir, you better have a really good excuse. And he says, I don't know if it's a good excuse or not. But my wife left me after 25 years of marriage for a state trooper, and I thought you were going to bring her back. I thought it was you. This is a long stretch, but just work with me. Don't put things in your own hands. God's power is forceful enough. He can take care of it for you. You don't need to go buckwild crazy and get real creative. Just back up and say, God, I need you to take care of this for me. Someone say, I got that. Absolutely. The kingdom of heaven is like, is my last and final point of three, the kingdom of heaven penetrates. Watch this. If I take this water and I pour it into the dough. What's going to happen is that the water is just going to slowly seep, and it's going to cover as much of the dough as it possibly can. The water is going to cover the the dough. It's just going to cover the whole thing. That is not what happens when you take leaven and stick it in dough. See, you don't, if I wanna cover, if I wanna soak all of this dough, I'm gonna have to put a lot of water in it. If I want the leaven to consume the dough, I don't have to put a lot in it. I can just put maybe a measure right in the center, because the center begins to move to the circumference. Watch what happens. When leaven begins to take over dough, it does it one particle at a time. But it doesn't change each particle by itself. So it touches one particle and the other particle touches the other one and the other one touches the other one and it passes what it receives to the next, to the next, to the next until the entire pan is full of leaven until the entire pan is changed and risen. It goes from one to the next, to the next, to the next. Now watch this. All of you on the front row, come on up here real quick. As fast as you can, as fast as you can. Give them a big round of applause. Come on up here. Come on up here. This will be the last time you sit on the front row, right? (laughs) Shoulder to shoulder. Stand shoulder to shoulder, if you will, and just face the audience. Um, Now, when I hold your hand Uh, I want you to hold her hand and then I want you to hold her hand and then but don't hold the person's hand until you feel somebody hold your hand okay and when I hold his hand I'm going to hold his hand up like this and I want you to do the the next the the same thing I want you to grab the person's hand and I would just want you to lift it up and go all the way down okay now we've not practiced this but I think we got it we got it all right here we go. Don't make me look dumb in front of everybody now, okay? All right. One, two, three. Oh, we did good. <laughs> we did good. All right. Go ahead and put it down. Now that we've practiced, let's do it one more time. Okay, you ready? Ready? Oh, that's good. That's good. Give him a big round of applause. Keep on holding hands. Um, do this to the person next to you. <laughs> did you feel that? You did? You did? That's pretty awesome. How many of you guys have played that game before where you squeeze the person's hand and then they go all the way through? I want you to do it this many times, though, okay? (laughs) She went... (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Just for fun, we'll try it one more time, okay, ready? God (laughs) that was close that was cool I didn't do that in the first service that was just kind of raw and uncut (laughs) here's here's my point I don't need to touch Mike I don't need to influence Mike I only need to influence him I only need to touch the person next to me That's it. And everybody just does what they do. Do you know that all leaven leavens? Now, if you just came in, you're like, dude, this is weird. (laughs) All leaven leavens. If you are leaven, you leaven. If you are leaven you naturally cause change in growth. There's no such thing as leaven that doesn't work. You don't walk into a store and say, I'm looking for leaven, or, or in our vernacular, I'm looking for yeast that, that works. <laughs> I mean, I, the last time I bought yeast, it didn't yeast. <laughs> I don't know if you can say it that way or not, but... The the last time I bought <laughs> The last let me use my own words the last time I bought leaven it didn't leaven You don't say that because all leaven leavens all Christians express their change share their change there's a guy named Charles Spurgeon that I, if he were still alive, he lived over, well, geez, 1850-something is when he was in his, his heyday. Seriously, so we're talking a long time ago. If he were alive today, I could not carry his Bible. All right? The guy can preach. He can preach. He had a vertebrae made of steel. When he has something to say, he did not care if you liked it or not. I would like to be that guy one day, but deep down inside, I want you to like me. (laughs) But this is what he said. He said, a Christian who's not a missionary is an imposter. A Christian that does not share is no Christian at all. A Christian that does not, is no Christian at all. It's almost like (laughs) you don't participate, okay? Let's participate. Ready? We got a problem. We got a problem. Give them a big round of applause. Would you do that? Great Great job. Great job. Great job. Great job. I'm going to close with this last and, and final thought. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. It transforms. It's forceful. And here's your last villain. It penetrates. It penetrates. We cannot isolate. We have to infiltrate. And that's what the Kingdom of Heaven is like.